Oh, I've missed the disasters. I've missed the, a little bit. I've missed the puppies. Not so much with the puppies. You know I tend to lean towards disaster. You do. You really, really do. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Dan scours uh, the country, the world, The world, fact, really, yeah. Looking for potential topics to talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. And I reject most of them. And so he saved some for this segment. Right. We just have too much show. Too much show. It's just too much show. Too many things going on to fit into the show. I know a lot of people listening are like, really? Really? Like, huh. Yeah. Sometimes. Didn't you do a segment talking about your own damn billboard? Well, All right. You know, well, that's fine. It's important fine. stuff. You got you know, you yeah. to work that out. I mean, please. Uh, that way I can write it off. Like anything that I, if there's something that I'm talking about that I spent money on that you're yeah. wondering, you're like, why is he talking about this? It's all for my accountant, uh, Biff. Tax seasons are coming. Tax seasons coming. So Biff is uh, yeah. uh, monitoring all of these projects. That's pretty much the kind of name you want an accountant. Biff. Biff. Should we get Biff on the show sometime I can't to talk see about? Why we would. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. For I sure. should write write uh, write that Nothing down. Disastrous about that at all. Three disasters. Disaster number one. Jason, you know that the animals are constantly trying to kill us. Correct. Especially, especially. In the country of Australia. Mm. You see, snakes are increasingly being spotted inside toilets oh, across no. Australia's eastern states. No, oh, no, no. yes. Close to a dozen photos uploaded to social media over the last two weeks, just two weeks, show snakes inside toilet bowls, but also drains and swimming pools from Brisbane to Pilbara. Wildlife rescuer Tennille Banks believes the wild weather, quote-unquote, during Christmas and New Year, is likely one of the reasons behind the phenomenon. She says the issue is the heat. They're going wherever they can for water. The search for food is another factor luring snakes into outdoor, as they say in Australia, dunnies, Mm. particularly in Queensland, where frogs tend to find their way into the bowl. Uh, That that, uh, animal rescuer says that the diet of the spotted black snake and red-bellied snake is green tree frogs. Okay. And if people are leaving the toilet open, you're going to find the frogs oh. in the toilet, and oh. then the snakes will go in after them. She said, so a handy tip uh-huh. is to put the lid down. Sure. While social media's use is no doubt increasing the number of snakes photographed in t- inside the toilets, uh, Tennille has also seen an increase in the number of requests for help she receives. And it's not just this year she's seeing the trend. While she used to get a call to retrieve a toilet snake every couple of years, she now gets one every five to six months. The seasons now are incredibly crazy. We've got a lot of heat at the moment and flooding, so climate change is a real thing. Because of this, the snakes are out of whack, and they're pretty much out and about all year round and don't go into their hibernation, period. Oh. And it's got I, some tips for what to do if you find a snake in the toilet. I think that. Oh, I would love I would love a tip. What you should do, but. Yeah. That well, would the, be a disaster. The first thing is to, you know, probably try to stop whatever it was you were. Yes. Doing, or the, maybe you can't control it at that point. You're yeah. just going to do what you're going to do. I don't know. Uh, the tip, the tip they they give, yeah. is uh, not to panic because the <laughs> snake late. is likely more frightened than you are. Dan, yeah. I don't know if your telling of the story quite communicates. Just like these are enormous. Yeah, these aren't small snakes. These aren't like garter snakes in your toilet. These are these are. Venomous in some yeah. cases. Wrap you up and kill you, snakes. My God, I'm not going to Australia, Jason. No, Too Jamie Yuka's getting married well, in Australia. I'm out. 
I'm out. Been a good run for her. We had a good friendship, yeah. but I am not Sorry. going to Australia. No, no, ma'am. All right, disaster number, you know, is it because the toilets go in the other direction? Could be. Is that why? It could be. It's just they have easy access. You just don't know. All right. Disaster number two. Number two, speaking of frogs. Speaking of number two. An invasive frog that can grow as big as a human hand and will eat anything that fits in its mouth is concerning Georgia wildlife officials. I'd say that's fair concern. The State Department of Natural Resources Wildlife Resources Division started documenting the Cuban tree frogs in the area in 2023 because they could cause ecological damages. Okay. Uh, the department spokesman said that the frogs are being transported there accidentally and breeding in retention ponds or standing water in ditches. They may be coming from Florida, where the population also is growing to invasive levels. Okay. So here's what they want you to do about the Cuban tree frog. Hmm. Is, is it don't panic? They're likely no, more afraid. No, you're going to love this. You think that's bad? Listen uh-huh. to this. The Cuban tree frogs don't do well with the cold. So the spokesperson says he believes the frogs are finding warm spots in infrastructure like electrical boxes to stay warm. Plus, global warming has allowed them to su- survive farther north, according to a study in a, in a wildlife journal. So they're encouraging people to remove standing water from their properties and kill the frogs when they're spotted. <laughs> And they recommend doing so, get this, they recommend doing so by putting the pain relief medication Oragel on the frog's back. Oh, sure. Oragel contains benzocaine, a local anesthetic, which will knock it out. Benzocaine. Canine's a dog. There you go. But yeah, benzocaine. Benzocaine. A guide by the University of Florida also recommends putting the frog in the Mm. freezer for 24 hours Mm -hmm. to ensure that it dies from Mm. the benzocaine. And yes, I said it on purpose. I know. Um, no, that's a <laughs> Oragel. Here, you, frog, hold still while I put this Oragel. Do you remember back. when I had to put a little bit of like medication in my mother-in-law's cat's ear? I don't know that I recall that. No. Uh, do you listen to any of the stories I tell Not on this usually, show? No. <laughs> no. I'm over here podcasting. I got stuff. To I. It took about 40 minutes for me to put this little medication inside the ear of my in-law's cat, and I'm still traumatized I, by it. You can only imagine. Zero percent chance I'm putting Oragel on a, a... frog. Yeah. And, th- these, and then keeping uh, it in your freezer. Just, are, you know, you move the, the meats and stuff in your freezer over a little bit, and then put the frog on the other side. Are these, like, are these... Uh, uh, well, they're not venomous or anything, no. are they? No, no. They're so, just destroying the ecology of the area. Yeah. They're pushing out other frogs. Well, maybe I would put a little Oragel wild. on there. You think there, there's like a run on Oragel at like the Walgreens or I'm CVS not, of Georgia? I'm not running down a frog and then slapping Oragel on its back. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I would do it, do, for it. The, I'd do it for the, for the clicks. Good for, well, you, you do know? it once. I do it once. <laughs> put, put a video out and that'd be it. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Texters are still hung up on the snake in the toilet, as you I'm, might imagine. I can only imagine. Yeah. Just this, yeah. Oh, By the just... way, be very cautious of Googling large snake in the toilet <laughs> because... 
Just be cautious. Maybe you do that in the incognito mode if be you're cautious. using the yeah. Google browser. All right, number three. Number three, uh, a Florida man is suing Dunkin' Donuts after he suffered from a, quote, toilet explosion oh, nearly we... two years ago, according to docu- oh, court no. documents filed on Wednesday. The lawsuit says that the man was visiting a Dunkin' Donuts location uh, in Florida uh, near January 6th, 2022. Mm-hmm. While at the store, and a toilet in the men's bathroom exploded, yeah. covering the bathroom and the man <laughs> in what you would find normally in a toilet. Yeah. Court records show... The headline the- on the USA yeah. Today story is, is very descriptive. Yes, I'm sure it is. Uh, <laughs> so court records show that the man came out of the bathroom and asked the employees at the store for help cleaning himself. Sure. And around this time, employees told him that they were aware of the problem due to prior incidents, also according to the lawsuit. Oh. The man now requires mental health care and counseling as a direct result wow. of the trauma experienced in I the restaurant. I don't know about that. And from the really? continuing trauma following the event. Look, here's the thing, and I'm all for people taking care of their mental health. Yeah. But if you need mental health care and counseling because a toilet blew up I'm on you. I'm saying that's pretty traumatic. No. I mean, you don't know what was in that toilet. I do know, according to the well, lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, know, you, you know. got covered with poop. It's awful, but... How about suck it up? We've grown no, soft. No, no not, not, literally, no, not literally. No, that's a no, bad that's idea. Very true. Don't do that. Uh, I can't believe this got to a lawsuit because if you're Dunkin' Donuts, aren't you just like, you know what? I mean, America runs on Dunkin', uh, not, not whatever. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> not the runs. Everybody can complete the joke, the joke at home. That's a fine. The runs fine. in Dunkin'. No. So oh just pay the man. Right, you you got. Well, it is, and I assume that there's been negotiations going on, right? Because this is two years after the event. It says he's seeking more than a. I I think the issue is that he's claiming he suffered severe and long. You know, I didn't expect this, but I'm actually on Duncan's side now. (laughs) (laughs) Severe and long-term injuries, man. A toilet blew up on you. It's awful. Yes, your porcelain pieces flying at you. You don't know what kind of injuries. What says he was covered in? Well, you know, you know. All right. I think we need a cleansing. Yes, cleansing is a good word. Of puppies. Yes, we definitely need to talk about some puppies. Oh. Oh. Jason, if you're walking through the Waukesha County Courthouse. Oh, I've been there, in fact. Heaven knows you probably have reason to. uh, You might expect to see certain staff members, but you wouldn't necessarily expect to see a dog. Well, you haven't met Pepper yet. One of Pepper's favorite activities is to sniff, according to her handler, Jennifer Dunn, although her most favorite thing is meeting people. Jennifer Dunn is also the director of victim services for Waukesha County, and Pepper is officially known as a canine victim assistant specialist, which means she gets to meet a lot of people. Her whole job is to comfort people who have to come to court. Jennifer says when someone is crying, that definitely gets Pepper's attention. She will put her paw on them or her chin on their knee, and she will really keep her concentration on them the whole time. Pepper is always ready to offer love and affection, and Jennifer says she's an amazing coworker. Now that we have Pepper, she says, we have seen that the, the we have seen that rapport, rapport building takes seconds where it used to take some time. Who'd want to sit and talk with me when they could meet and cuddle Pepper? Pepper even has her own coloring book and stuffed animal to help get kids comfortable with the trial process. We've had children tell us at the end of the visit, I can't wait to come back, which is unheard of. Who wants to come back to the DA's office next week for a trial, Jennifer says. Pepper came to the Waukesha County District Attorney's Office in December 2020, and Jennifer says it was just in time because the following November, 
they had the Waukesha Parade tragedy. Yeah. And it almost felt like there was a reason they had gotten Pepper because she became an integral part of that process. Every hearing leading up to the trial, Pepper was a part of. Over and over, Jennifer's clients say they couldn't have made it to court without Pepper's support. Honestly, in 26 years with my career in this office and this program, Pepper's the best thing that I've done, says Jennifer. Well, that's sort of sad. We don't deserve Isn't dollars. It? That's sort of sad. That's we the don't. best. 26 years of victim services, the best you've done is buy a See, dog? See, why do you got it? This poor dog What's... is helping the kids that have to go to court to oh. testify yeah. after some horrible tragedy. And there's Pepper what... helping him get through it. What was one of Pepper's favorite activities again? <laughs> Sniffing. Especially if you've been in a Dunkin' Donuts. What is where are what is wrong with us? Like, I don't know. So is, much. Yeah. So very, very much. You might be wondering, like, is Jason directing that question to himself? Yeah, well, he should or be. He should be because to society. Because yeah. you always got a dog on the dog story, man. It's a great uh, story. That's fine. The dog helping the little kids get through a court hearing, which is traumatizing. Not as traumatizing as going to a Dunkin' Donuts bathroom, but still pretty traumatizing. Yeah. You're just you're just down on the dog. It's fine, wow. Pepper. Wow, come on. Wow. Just, just how about give how about a stuffed animal? It'll be fine. There's a stuffed animal there with Pepper and a coloring book. She and, helps the kids. Imagine the best thing you've done in 26 years. Come on, man. You got a dog. Four forty-seven. It took some work for me to figure out a way to hate on that story, but I got you know there. It, it, I did it. It didn't feel like it took a lot of work, yeah, i got to be honest. It felt like you were that. just right there with it. Uh, we are going to take a break. Thanks, Dan. That was good. I enjoyed it. I thank you, but you're down on Pepper. Yeah, well, you knew. If you didn't predict that, <laughs> I mean, what are we even doing here? 448, traffic, weather, all that coming your way. Chance for some snow in the forecast. Paul will have that for you in just a minute here on CCO.